RM。This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Chrismeyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and home. And now, with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Chrismeyer. The Israeli Health Minister Nitzan Horowitz was caught on a hot mic before a cabinet meeting, and here's what he said: The Health Minister of Israel, caught on a hot mic admitting the so-called Green Pass vaccine passports. Were not being implemented for scientific reasons. He was unaware his conversation prior to the cabinet meeting was being broadcast live on Israel's Channel 12. Nitzan Horowitz told the Interior Minister Eilat Shaked, "There is no epidemiological, epidemiological justification for the COVID passport, and is only intended to pressure." The unvaccinated to get vaccinated. Did you hear that? No scientific reason for the Green Pass vaccine passports. Israel. The truth finally came out on a hot mic. Today, the truth is going to come out on more hot mics. In fact, this hot mic that you're hearing right now might get hotter. As we explore what's really going on with regard to the COVID vaccines and the entire response to the COVID issue, COVID nineteen, it has to do with a much broader issue, friends. It has to do with something so broad and something so vast that it's hard for most people to get their minds and hearts around it. Because so many people are accused then of being, well, you've got some sort of a、uh, conspiracy. You're a conspiracy theorist. Well, we're not talking about theory. We're talking about facts here today on this hot mic. And I'm glad that you've joined us. It's conversation as always with ever increasing conviction. Talk that transforms. Did you know that a one world religion headquarters is set to open next year? You say, well, what does that have to do with hot mic COVID truth? Well, it has everything to do with it because it's setting the stage for the bigger issue. This new One World Religion headquarters is set to open next year. It's called the Abrahamic Family House, being built on an island in the middle eastern city of Abu Dhabi, or Abu Dhabi. The One World Religion headquarters will have three buildings. One building each representing the mosque, the church, and the synagogue. Well, for one world order folk and multiculturalists, religious pluralists, and politically correct people, it all sounds so wonderful. But what of this one world religion? You see, that's just one component of a much bigger picture, and it's obvious that it's true because it's coming out in open conversation. It's an announcement: a One World Religion headquarters set to open in 2020, 2022, and it was sponsored and fostered by Pope Francis. That's right, the so-called Vicar of Christ sponsoring or fostering and promoting a One World Religion headquarters. I want you to try to get your mind and heart around 
the vastness and implications of this. Then, as you probably have heard, a week and a half ago, an Australian official says that a new world order will define COVID practices in Australia. I'm sure you heard of it. And so radically did that statement from Dr. Kerry Chant, the chief health officer of New South Wales in Australia, so amazingly did it make its way across the world that it incurred, well, just untold millions of hits on YouTube. A social media frenzy. After she referred to a post-lockdown New World Order during a COVID-19 press conference. This was not a conspiracy theory. This was revealing what had been hidden. Dr. Chet revealed the new vaccine requirements for workers and customers when the city reopens and called it the New World Order. That's been used by politicians, including former U.S. President George H.W. Bush, former U.S. Secretary of State Henry Kissinger, and former U.K. Prime Minister Tony Blair for decades. So, where does that fit in the bigger picture with regard to this matter of hot mic on COVID, the hot mic COVID truth? Well, try this one. Klaus Schwab, the founder and executive chairman of the World Economic Forum, Yes. What did he say? Klaus Schwab declared openly for the news media that we must use the COVID issue, seize upon the COVID issue, and not let this crisis go without taking advantage of it. For what purpose? To establish the new or the great reset, which is a mere euphemism for the one world order. In other words, there is an ulterior motive for the response to COVID. The vaccines. But they're actually vaccines, but that's what they're calling them. And now even the CDC has been caught now on the issue of whether or not the vaccines are vaccines. And indeed they are not. So they had to modify their definition of a vaccine. Here it is right here. A CDC spokesman said that the current definitions are more transparent now. What do you mean more transparent? You mean the CDC did not know how to define a vaccine? No. It's that they called what they're referring to as a vaccine to deal with covid Incorrectly, it was not a vaccine at all. Prior to the launch of the COVID-19 vaccines, the definition of vaccination was the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce immunity, get the word immunity, to a specific disease. That's what a vaccine was for. Before 2015, it was the injection of a killed or weakened infectious organism in order to prevent the disease. Notice two words that are critical, immunity and prevent. Well, the new definition replaces the word immunity with 
protection. In other words, it's not truly a vaccine. It's a jab, it's a shot, but it isn't truly a vaccine. Vaccine was previously defined as, quote, a product that stimulates a person's immune system to produce immunity to a specific disease. Notice the word immunity. Now they redefined vaccination or vaccine to say a preparation that is used to stimulate the body's immune response against diseases. Notice, the evolving definition shows no commitment to preventing the disease or to providing immunity to it. The truth finally came out, which we have been declaring here for the past year on Viewpoint. And so many couldn't believe it was true. The CDC now admits it. We'll be back. Once upon a time, children could pray and read their Bibles in school. Divorces were practically unknown, as was child abuse. In our once great America, virginity and chastity were popular virtues, and homosexuality was an abomination. So what happened in just one generation? Hi, I'm Chuck Chris Meyer, and I urge you to join me daily on Viewpoint, where we discuss the most challenging issues touching our hearts and homes. Could America's moral slide relate to the Fourth Commandment? Listen to Viewpoint on this radio station or anytime at saveus.org. Hot mic truth on COVID. We opened the program with a hot mic uh, revelation from Israel that the so-called green passes that were ostensibly for the purpose of preventing COVID and its spread were not for that purpose at all. The health minister in Israel admitted when he did not realize he was on a hot mic, admitted that there was no actual scientific basis for the green pass that they were requiring. He said the only purpose for it is to force people to get the vaccination. In other words, to engender fear under the aegis of false science, which he admitted. It wasn't science at all. We're talking about bringing the truth to bear, friends. Now, in the context of a global order, a new world order, globalism, the Great Reset, we need to look at this just a little bit deeper because the real issues, the greater issues with regard to COVID and how it's being treated and responded to has everything to do with globalism and the effort of an elite group of people, including Klaus Schwab, the founder and executive chairman of the World Economic Forum, by his own admission in public to use the COVID situation and the fear quotient that can be engendered upon the people of this planet to bring about a shift of power and money and control so that a new world order, a godless new world order, can be imposed upon the people of this planet. The Roman Catholic Archbishop Carlo Maria Vignano, a former papal ambassador to the United States, saw right through it all in his criticism of the globalist Great Reset. 
He gave a speech, a warning in a new speech that corrupt civil and church authorities have joined forces to exploit the coronavirus pandemic in their quest to bolster global sovereignty. He said, everything that we know, discover, and understand about the global conspiracy currently unfolding shows us a tremendous reality that is also at the same time sharp and clearly defined. There are two sides, the side of God and the side of Satan, the side of the children of light and the side of the children of darkness, he said in a speech delivered August 28th. Vignano said it must be understood Quote, understood that the corrupt part of the civil authority, the deep state and the corrupt part of ecclesiastical authority, the deep church, are two sides of the same coin, both instrumental to the establishment of the new world order. He went on to say that the alliance between civil and religious power, there is a spiritual dimension that must be understood in the context of the war that Lucifer ever since his fall, has waged against God. In other words, government and religious authorities are joining forces to bolster their dark global sovereignty agenda. We don't have time to go in more deeply to his statement, but again, at another statement, He said, everything the elite wanted to do, they have already done for the establishment of the global reset. Do I have your attention yet? We're not talking about suspicions here. We're not talking, we're talking about things that actually, actually have occurred and are a matter of public awareness. That's where I'm getting the information from. So first of all, we have a one world religion headquarters get to be established next year, fostered by Pope Francis to bring together Islam, Christianity, and Judaism all into one nice, cozy religious experience in order to bring a so-called globalistic peace on earth without the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ. This is a pretty big deal. Responding to that, on October 12th came a commentary from Joe Schaffer uh, Schaefer, in the World Tribune. He said, well, it's out in the open now. An unholy cabal of ruling elites is using the imposed Biden administration to wage open war against the American family and the American worker. But he said there is a spiritual dimension to this struggle that must be understood if these would-be despots are to be ultimately defeated. The final goal of those attempting to enact a technocratic science is settled. Tyranny over the citizens of this nation, as most prominently seen at the moment, in the coronavirus vaccine mandates. It is the overthrowing of God's natural law in order to bring about a new definition of human rights and humanity decreed by a ruling elite. He's referring to it as utilitarianism, seeing human beings as mere matter rather than creatures formed in the image of God with inherent individual worth. It is the evil inner core nestled within the so-called 
common good mantra that we're hearing so often spouted by leading progressive established personages today, including the right Reverend Saint Dr. Anthony Fauci. All right, that having been established, we now shift in the hot mic truth on COVID and look at other aspects with regard to COVID itself, with regard to the vaccines, with regard to what is actually happening, unreported by the media, what is actually happening in response to those so-called vaccines, which the CDC now has admitted were not vaccines because they were not and are not calculated to produce immunity or to prevent the disease. Therefore, the COVID vaccines, we'll call it the jab now, the COVID jab or shots were only designed for the purpose of minimizing the symptoms if you happen to get COVID, the virus, because they knew you couldn't stop the virus. But they didn't tell you that. They gave the impression and were called to task by a congressman for deceiving the people. The CDC was called to task by a congressman for deceiving the American people. And by thereby deceiving the American people, deceiving the president of the United States, deceiving the Congress, deceiving businesses all over the land. And it's no wonder then, it's no wonder then that we're seeing a massive uprising across the country and it's going to spread all over the world. What we have heard happen with regard to Southwest Airlines where somewhere around 2,000 of their uh, uh, pilots and staff have refused to take the jab and therefore have walked off the job. They're no longer there. Therefore, Southwest Airlines has been put in a supreme crunch, unable to function properly, and thereby cause the people's that they formerly served and that trusted them to no longer trust them. And you can see the echoing consequences that are now taking place. Before we go into the depths now, dig, probe more fully into the depths of uh, what is really happening with regard to the consequences of the jab. They're not vaccines, remember, the consequence by by the admission of the CDC. They had to redefine vaccination and vaccine in order to pretend that it was still a vaccine, which they know it's not. So let us listen now to a very, very short quip. A statement from a retired California registered nurse. You're going to have to listen very carefully because it's going to go very quickly. We might even have to play it more than once in order for you to really capture what's taking place here. Here we go. Why do the protected need 
to be protected from the unprotected by forcing the unprotected to use the protection that didn't protect the protected in the first place. Shall we try that again? Why do the protected need to be protected from the unprotected by forcing the unprotected to use the protection that didn't protect the protected in the first place? Talk about a standing ovation. That dear nurse pierced to the heart of the matter. She didn't have to talk about the globalistic aspects. She cut through all of the deceit with regard to COVID and the so-called vaccine and all the promises that are made. Total deception. This is the reason why, friends, here's another report. Thousands of physicians are condemning the COVID policymakers. More than four Thousand scientists and physicians from around the world have signed a declaration condemning public policymakers of, quote, crimes against humanity, unquote, for restricting life-saving treatments and quashing debate and scientific inquiry. Dr. Robert, Dr. Robert Malone, the inventor of the mRNA vaccine technology in the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines, read the declaration at the Rome conference. He contends the COVID vaccine should not be administered universally because, he said, the shots pose both known and unknown risks for the healthy that outweigh potential benefits. The declaration begins by stating that thousands have died from COVID as a result of being denied life-saving early treatment. The declaration is a battle cry from physicians who are daily fighting for the right to treat their patients and the right of patients to receive those treatments without fear of interference, retribution, or censorship by government, pharmacies, pharmaceutical corporations, and big tech. The signatories invite the scientists of the world who are skilled in biomedical research and uphold the highest ethical and moral standards to insist on their ability to conduct and publish objective empirical research without fear of reprisal, reprisal upon their careers, reputations, and livelihoods. So what are they talking about in terms of the damage to people? Well, first of all, let us take a look at the matter of Iver, ivermectin. You see, they're saying that people have been prevented from getting life-saving treatment. And they have been. They've been prevented in a huge way from getting life-saving treatment. Here are a series of articles. And by the way, this is such a task to be able to disclose on this hot mic here today what is really taking place and the vast import of it, I have on my desk an inch thick of articles, probably 40 different articles dealing with these various issues. This came out, Pharma's antivirals look a lot like ivermectin. Is this a coincidence? 
Dr. Singleton is a member of the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons. She said, they say there is no such thing as coincidence. They must have known about COVID-19, the political viral disease. Is it a coincidence that the year of the COVID is also the year that scientific inquiry died and scientific integrity? What is a coincidence is that the all-out campaign to debunk the effectiveness of hydroxychloroquine has an early treatment for COVID-19 occurred after President Trump had good words to say about in an election year. Hmm. But that's not all. How about ivermectin? Oh, we need to get into that a little bit, friends, because it may be by far the most effective tool to save your life and that of your loved ones. We'll be back. There is so much more about Chuck Chris Meyer and Save America Ministries on our website, saveus.org. For example, under the marriage section, God has marriage on his mind. Chuck has some great resources to strengthen your marriage. First off, a fact sheet on the state of the marital union, a fact sheet on the state of ministry, marriage, and morals. SaveUS.org. Marriage, divorce, and remarriage. What does the Bible really teach about this? Find all of this at SaveUS.org. Also, a letter to pastors, the Hosea Project, saveus.org, and many more resources to strengthen your marriage. It's all on Chuck's website, saveus.org. Again, you can listen to Chuck's Viewpoint broadcast live and archived. Save America Ministries website at saveus.org. Welcome back to Viewpoint. Today it's Hot mic truth on COVID and the vaccine. Actually, not the vaccine, but the shot or the jab. The former Federal Drug Administration Commissioner Gottlieb said the new Merck pill is a game changer. A profound game changer. What was he talking about? Well, Merck touts an expensive new COVID drug while dismissing cheap ivermectin. The announcement came Friday by Merck that it plans to apply for emergency approval of a new experimental oral antiviral treatment for COVID-19, and it's of particular interest to many physicians. But the interesting thing is that Merck is the producer of ivermectin, which has been shown to be effective in at least 65 controlled studies and 32 randomized controlled trials to fight COVID-19 as a preventive and early and late-stage treatment. Yet, as Ruby uh, Representative Louis Golmer pointed out, the medical-industrial complex and their willing accomplices in the media have made ivermectin, quote, the latest naughty word which will get you censored on social media and mocked and belittled by late-night comedians, unquote. He noted that Merck, that created ivermectin, is using is discouraging the use of ivermectin to treat COVID-19. Why? Could it have something to do with the fact that by merely slightly changing ivermectin so as to validate the pursuit of a new patent that would protect the new drug, 
that it would result in raking in billions of dollars for Merck instead of a few millions through ivermectin. Believe it or not, the federal government has already uh, contracted to purchase uh, this new drug from Merck for $1.2 billion at $700 per pill course. $700 per pill course. I have beside me ivermectin that I purchased at a store for $6 a piece. It would provide a full treatment. $6. Oh, but the government forced it to be taken off the shelves of the store. Dr. Pierre Corey, who has testified of ivermectin's effectiveness about COVID-19 in Senate testimony, said Friday that while Merck says this uh, malnupiravir reduces hospitalization and death by 47%, studies show that ivermectin's reduction rate is 88%. And ivermectin has been used all over the world for years For nearly 4 billion doses of ivermectin have been prescribed for humans over the past 40 years. And, believe it or not, the CDC recommends that most refugees coming to the U.S. from the Middle East, Asia, North Africa, Latin America, and the Caribbean receive ivermectin. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah, we're told that Americans can't have it. Oh, too dangerous. Ivermectin has been a better safety record than several vitamins, with an average of only 160 adverse events reported every year. The evil, the congressman... Uh, Glomer said the evil, deadly, coordinated globalist attacks that we are currently witnessing on ivermectin will go down in history as a vicious crime against humanity, a grievous public health policy error that can only be explained by following the money. Absolutely true. Now, so let's talk about what's happened to people as a result of the jab. We're not going to call it a vaccine anymore because the CDC actually told us that in truth it wasn't a vaccine. It wasn't designed to prevent the virus, nor was it designed to provide immunity, which everybody thought it was. That was the popular notion driven by the media. So, are you ready? Are you ready? Here are the stats. Out of 13,573, only 498 children died from COVID. 13,075 died from seven other causes not from COVID. Yet they were all attributed to COVID. 
Think about it. Think about this. Remember we were talking about ivermectin? More than 100 members of Congress and their staff members have been treated for COVID-19 with ivermectin, a physician has reported. Talk about hypocrisy. And they never told the public. Top scientists at vaccine hearing reveal injections killing more people than saving. There is no question about it. The vaccines are dangerous. We'll call them the jabs now. While tens of millions of Americans have been duped into getting the jabs, tens of millions more are skeptical to say the least. It would appear their skepticism is justified. Several doctors from the Food and Drug Administration, FDA, gave startling testimony On Friday, during a hearing on the COVID-19 vaccines, one of the highlights of the testimony was the allegation that the vaccines are actually killing more people than they are saving. The doctors also said that the COVID variants are being driven by the jabs. The FDA's uh, Vaccines and Related Biological Products Advisory Committee ultimately voted 16 to 2 after eight hours of testimony, shooting down Joe Biden's hopes and dreams of imposing boosters on all Americans. But Dr. Fauci prevailed, and Joe Biden decided to go ahead, notwithstanding that the FDA and their advisors would not approve the boosters because it wasn't a doing what it was supposed to do. Among those that gave testimony during the hearing was Dr. Steve Kirsch, director of the COVID-19 Early Treatment Fund. And what he had to say was explosive and every American needed to listen. And we played his testimony live on this program a week ago. He said, today we focus almost exclusively on COVID death saves and vaccine efficacy because we were led to believe that vaccines were perfectly safe, but it's simply not true. For example, there are four times as many heart attacks on the treatment group in the Pfizer six-month trial report. He said that wasn't bad luck. The VIRS shows heart attacks happened 71 times more when following these vaccines compared to other vaccines. In all, 20 people died who got the drug, and 14 died who got the placebo. Few people noticed that. If the net all-cause mortality from the vaccine is negative, vaccines, boosters, and mandates are all nonsensical, he said. Even if the so-called vaccines had 100% protection, it still means that we killed two people to save one life. Now, we can't go on. We don't have the time to go on to all of the details that he testified to before the FDA. Another, nearly 50,000 Medicare patients died soon after getting the COVID shot. 50,000.
The U.S. government database that keeps track of deaths from vaccine side effects has exploded by tenfold since the advent of COVID-19. And the experimental so-called vaccines have been de- developed in response. The report explained the vaccine adverse event report system gets more than 60,000 reports each year. But since COVID was unleashed on the world, there have been 14,701 deaths reported as of the time of this report, whereas in the past, only 1,400 deaths each year from all other vaccines. Now, we continue. While Dr. Fauci and Pfizer are pushing to vaccinate young children, ages 5 to 11, big media is still silent on all reports of adverse reactions. Even as thousands of cases of deaths and horrible, horrible responses that are destroying people's lives forever, the media refuses to report it. Why? You want to find out what the real conspiracy is? It's the confederation of interests between big media that are all globalists, the Biden administration, which are all globalists, Dr. Fauci, who consummated a consummate excuse me, globalist, and the uh, Pfizer and Moderna and so on, which are also massive globalist corporations. That's where the real conspiracy is, and it's deadly. Another 48,000 died within 14 days of getting the COVID shots. No wonder tens of thousands are marching against vaccine passports in Amsterdam and all over the world. No wonder firemen and law enforcement uh, agents are suing the governor in Oregon over vaccine mandates. No wonder in Virginia, vaccine mandate poses serious staffing crisis for the state patrol. They can't keep the people there. Have you ever considered what the early church was like? Many people are developing a heart longing for a greater fulfillment in our practices as Christians. A recent study showed 53,000 people a week are leaving the back door of America's churches in frustration. What is going on? Why has there not been even a 1% gain among followers of Christ in the last 25 years? Could it be that God is seeking to restore first century Christianity for the 21st century? Jesus said, I'll build my church. Is Christ by his spirit stirring to prepare the church for the 21st century? The early church prayed together and broke bread from house to house. They were family, and it was said by all who observed, behold how they love one another. Incredible. But the same can be found right now. Go to saveus.org and click Sell Church. We can revive first century Christianity for the 21st century. It's about people, not programs. It's about a body, not a building. That's saveus.org. Click Sell Church. Again, a retired nurse in California asked the questions that all need to be answered, and here she is. Why do the protected need to be protected 
from the unprotected by forcing the unprotected to use the protection that didn't protect the protected in the first place. You got that? Very simple, to the point. I want to share with you the latest VAERS data on vaccine adverse reactions and deaths from our own government. This includes U.S. informed data. Actually, this was updated through September 24, 2021. The data release was October 1, 2021 from the VAERS website. This is fascinating. These are, the, these are the ones that have been supposedly official reported to the VAERS system. Most don't even get reported there. But among those that are reported from around the world, from December 2020 to the present, less than one year, about nine months, 15,937 deaths. From all other vaccines, real vaccines, from 1990 up through December of last year, up through September of this year, only 9,000 deaths. In other words, over 30 years 9,000 deaths from all other vaccines, but in just nine months, almost 16,000 deaths from the COVID jabs. Now, let's look at the United States. These are just the ones that are reported. This year, 7,215 reported deaths from the COVID jabs. Number of adverse reactions was 581,000 in the United States alone. And those are just the ones that were reported. An awful lot of them don't get reported. Maybe, in fact, it's been estimated that this represents only 1% to 10% of the real adverse reactions. But even if these were true, compare the so-called COVID jabs and their adverse consequences with the adverse consequences from the sum total of all other true vaccines over the past 30 years. Here it is. In the United States, for nine months from COVID jabs, 7,215 deaths over the past 30 years from all other true vaccines, only 5,000 deaths. In other words, a third more deaths in just nine months from the COVID jabs than from the sum total of all deaths over 30 years from all other vaccines. Are you beginning to get the picture? And these are just the ones that are reported. And that doesn't include 
the birth defects, the disabilities, permanent disabilities. which are horrible. I've seen some of them, friends, and they are they would bring tears to anyone's eyes who had a heart. Vaccinated people can carry as much virus as others. That's another report. The American Medical Association is schooling doctors to be deceptive and to per- permit, excuse me, manipulate their patients in order to promote the vaccines by using manipulative and deceptive words. Does this sound like the hypocritical uh, the the Hippocratic oath? Do no harm. No, this is the hypocritical oath, my friends. Yet the Commerce Department secretary is insisting that no one's being forced to get vaccinated under Biden. Oh, he's just choreographing the the entire country and the world to mandate it. And then Dr. Fauci now is calling for many, many more vaccine mandates. That's right. Army Sergeant Morgan Evans, a combat medical specialist, was giving vaccines. An unidentified woman attending a meeting of hospital system employees mobilizing to fight COVID-19 vaccination demand has given a terrifying report of her experience with the Pfizer shot. She was an anonymous woman, part of a group of West Virginia University employees opposing the vaccine mandate. But the school's health system demanded just weeks ago that its all clinical and non-clinical staff take the experimental vaccines. The system announced that those who didn't submit would be considered voluntarily terminated. The woman's testimony about her experience, she said, I trusted science for 15 years. I've held this hands of patients dying, given Timo, an advocate of my patients. So right now I'm going to be an advocate to you all. On February 3rd, she said, I had my second Pfizer in the Cancer Institute, and within six minutes, my arms and legs went numb. I had hives, my face went numb, my heart rate went from 160 to 180, and I was rushed to the emergency room. We're being censored, we're being diminished. Who's okay? in here, that there are over 13,000 deaths from the vaccine. My seven months of my life were taken away from me. For two months, I couldn't function. They thought I had multiple sclerosis. But the government and media are intentionally suppressing the adverse effects of the COVID shots. On February 3rd, a 35-year-old healthy woman who works out four times a week, who could take care of eight- and four-year-olds and can go to work and take care of cancer patients, and all of a sudden, she says, I'm at home in bed. My head is spinning. My blood pressure is 70 over 30. I'm standing right here now with sinus tachycardia. My heart rate is at 100 or above all the time. 
He warned of the risk of harm from the jabs and said there is there needs to be a choice. Do you think there needs to be a choice, friends? People are voluntarily losing their jobs, giving them up. They are not going to submit to this Russian roulette experiment by Dr. Fauci that is actually being precipitated by globalists for ulterior motives, for money and control. Our military is about to get dramatically depleted. A top football coach fired after refusing to get vaccinated for religious reasons. An Idaho doctor says there are 20 times increase in cancer in vaccinated patients in his practice. 20 times increase. But the White House says millions of government contractors must be vaccinated by December 8th. And they say they're not forcing these people. What kind of world do these people live in? An Army flight surgeon declares pilots may die in mid-flight from COVID vaccines. As a matter of fact, one just did. I believe he was a uh, Southwest Airlines pilot. Just died over the past couple of days. Dozens of Massachusetts state troopers are lined up to quit over the vaccine mandate after a judge denied delay. A woman dies from blood clot after taking the J&J vaccine. Pfizer scientists admit natural immunity is better than vaccines. The National Institute of Health chief is quitting amid charges he was untruthful concerning the vaccines. And now the Texas governor, Greg Abbott, has barred all COVID-19 vaccine mandates in the state. Over 3,000 doctors and scientists signed a declaration accusing COVID policymakers of crimes against humanity. On and on it goes. Widespread ivermectin use in India has caused a drop of 97% in coronavirus cases 97%, and yet they were overtaken with the virus. 175 frontline health workers fired over vaccine mandate in North Carolina. Proceed with caution at your own risk. Merck's COVID super drug poses serious health risks. Scientists are warning. And on and on it goes, friends. Now, I want to make a much bigger connection for you. It's important to do this. This is not just about COVID. It's not just about a vaccine or a jab. It's about something much, much bigger. In the Bible... It does not take a Philadelphia lawyer to read the last verses, about the last uh, eight or nine verses of chapter 13 of the book of Revelation. There is coming a moment in time where a false prophet supporting a coming beast empire, which I believe is the resurrecting Roman Empire as we see it right today, 
is going to demand, set up a system that every man, woman, and child will have to be marked. Now, the word mark in the New Testament actually means something more like a scratch or like a jab. We don't know exactly, ultimately, what it will end up being. But technology is such now that everything, the entire stage, is being set for the fulfillment of the mark of the beast. Again, they'll say, oh, you have a choice. You will have a choice. You will either eat and be able to conduct transactions or not. If you take the jab or the mark or the scratch or whatever it happens to be, you will show your allegiance to the new global empire as a God substitute that will provide all your needs and promise you this, that, or the other, peace on earth, goodwill toward men, just take the shot. Just take the jab. Just take the scratch. But the Bible says this. Those who take it will consign themselves to eternal damnation. Can you see now whether or not what we're experiencing now is the mark of the beast, which I don't think it is, can you see how it is setting up the entire world, including you, to be ready and willing to receive what is soon to come? That's why this is even more serious, consummately serious, eternally serious. And for that reason, I urge you to get a copy of my book, Antichrist, How to Identify the Coming Imposter. $22 on our website, Antichrist, How to Identify the Coming Imposter. It's on our website, saveus.org. Give us a call at 1-800-SAVE-USA or write to us at Save America Ministries. By the way, for those of you in Massachusetts, Connecticut, this is your last day to make your reservation to sign up for the breakfast on October 23rd. I hope you will do it immediately. You've been listening to Viewpoint with Chuck Chrismeyer. Viewpoint is supported by the faithful gifts of our listeners. Let me urge you to become a partner with Chuck as a voice to the church declaring vision for the nation. Join us again next time on Viewpoint as we confront the issues of America's heart and home.